Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pleased to be joined by Dick Morris. He is a uh, New York Times selling best author. It's actually named by Time Magazine as one of the most influential private citizens in America. Dick, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Well, thank you. I'm doing well. I'm um, in 2016. I wrote a book called Armageddon: How Trump Can Defeat Hillary. Nobody else was saying it back then. And uh, now this is my sequel, The Return: Trump's Successful 2024 Comeback, where I predict that he's of course going to run, that he'll have a lock on the Republican nomination, and that he's going to win the election and be our next president. I want to get into that, and I want to get into why you believe that here in just a little bit. But um, you're an interesting guy, and I've followed your career um, in the public eye as somebody who has been— you've had some astute observations about politics over the years. Um, Sometimes those observations have gone against conventional wisdom, and yet they have in some cases turned out to be true. And I think one of the most fascinating things is I remember you when you were on the Clinton campaign— and you were instrumental in the Clinton campaign. Right. And then you had sort of a switching of sides or determination of a different. I don't I mean, I, don't, I would love to know, like, what happened inside of your mind where you said, hey, this is not the right team to be on anymore. What, well, what changed had, for you? It had nothing to do with the Clintons, per se. Uh, I, uh, I looked at the Reagan administration and was so impressed by its successes. And so uh, questioning my own beliefs, because they're so many thoughts that I've had that turned out to be wrong. For example, I thought that uh, Reagan should have cooperated more with Russia and been part of more strategic arms limitation agreements. After the end of the Cold War, I realized I was wrong, that had we done that, the Cold War would have gone on and was only adopting a strategy of winning that ended it. And there were so many areas where my views and were wrong. And I admitted they were wrong as I saw them, and I realized I'm more more of a Republican now. Of course, now the choice would be so much easier because I used to stand on the 50-yard line, and now that's so deep in the end zone. <laughs> Parties right. so far to yeah. the left. It's crazy. Well, and, and, and too, in fairness, I mean, the Clinton Democrat Party from Bill Clinton's days is not the same Democrat Party from today. I mean, it's well, just absolutely. not. Yeah. Bill Clinton passed mandatory minimum sentences. He built a border wall. He uh, expanded the police force in America by 100,000 cops. He passed the federal death penalty statute. He required people on welfare to work. He set time limits for work, and he balanced the budget. Can you think of any list of things that's more different than what Biden's done? Yeah, I mean, a case could be made based on everything you said there that Clinton was slightly to the right of George W. Well, whatever. He certainly was was to the right of... uh, Biden. Yeah, no, for real, for real. Um, you again, you mentioned this at the outset. You accurately predicted that Trump would win in 2016. Right. Um, before I get into this this year's prediction, what did you see that almost no one else saw? Well, I have, you know, I study 
politics. I study not the inside game in Washington, but what voters are thinking. And I realized that there was that the biggest minority group in America were the uh, blue-collar workers, mainly white, and uh, who lived in, in between the East and the West Coasts, flyover country, as the elites call them. And I saw how they were being totally shut out of the process. The Democrats didn't pay any attention to them uh, because they they believed the, they believed the labor unions represented them, and they believed they really liked higher taxes and more spending and all of that. And the Republicans didn't pay any attention to them because they they felt that they were wrong in asking for tariffs and immigration restrictions because Adam Smith wanted the free flow of goods and labor. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trump really saw what the issue was and developed a concept of economic nationalism that superseded the strict free market approach of the classical Republicans. And I said, that's going to win. That's going to sell. That's going to mobilize this hidden ethnic group to vote overwhelmingly for Trump. And that's just what happened and just what's still happening. You know, that's that's an interesting observation, because I would I would ascribe myself more to the Adam Smith side of things, right? Like I, right. I believe in a very free market, but I, I think that your recognition that, um, that a, a blue collar manufacturing middle class in America that has been under attack by a lot of this green stuff, right. um, and everything just felt in 2016, completely left out of the equation in American right. con- conversation. And I think that is astute. So fast forward to now though, and we have 2024, and you know some Republicans have indicated that they're, hey, look, there's a better choice in Ron DeSantis or whatever. So why yeah. are you so certain that, one, Trump is going to jump in again, uh, and two, that he will win if he does? Well, he's only won 210 primaries this year and lost, I think, 12, uh, except for Georgia. He swept the entire country with his candidates that he endorsed winning. And uh, and he clearly owns the Republican primary. Uh, Winston Churchill once said that fighting Japan in a land war in Asia is like going into the water to fight the shark. And fighting Donald Trump in a Republican primary is a fool's errand. Mm-hmm. And I think that DeSantis and Haley and all of them are, are realizing that, and they're deciding not to run. I think, by the way, that the Democrats are realizing that. And that's leading them to a dramatic change in strategy, which I predict in my book, uh, which is that they're basically giving up on the political process mm-hmm. as the way of stopping Trump. They realize they'll lose the nomination, and they realize that given Biden's record, they're probably going to lose the election. Right. So what they're trying to do is disqualify him by the criminal justice system. And that's what the January 6th hearings are all about. That's what the raid on Mar-a-Lago was about. Yeah. It's a complete pretext to say that that had anything to do with the archives. Yeah. Nobody gives a damn about them. I, and, the and important I, point go ahead. I'm sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. To use a search warrant to get in the front door right. so they could ransack Trump's stuff to see if there's anything they could take out of context to show that he was engaged in insurrection which would disqualify him under the 14th Amendment. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I want to come back to that because I, I, I have a few questions on that as well. Um, but kind of zeroing in on, uh, this 2024 thing, um, leading up to that is 2022. And there's some concerning numbers in the polls for people who are expecting a red Republican wave. 
Yeah, they're, uh, the, they're, great. they're wrong. Okay, that, that's what I was going to ask you. What do you think is going to happen this fall? A red wave of unimaginable proportions. Uh, these are the same polling firms controlled by Democrats or by the media clients they have who uh, predicted that Trump couldn't possibly win in 16, that he'd, get, that he'd lose Pennsylvania and Michigan in 2020 by double digits and uh, absolutely have discounted him from the beginning. Right. And they're now going into these races and saying, oh, the Trump-backed candidates may have won the primaries, but they can't win the general elections because they're not good enough. The candidate quality is now and all of that garbage. The reason, first of all, it's not true. Um, the most recent polls, even with all the bias, show Vance pulling ahead in uh, Indiana and uh, Oz pulling ahead in Pennsylvania. But more importantly than that, you got to look at the motivation. Mm -hmm. The Democrats are pushing this line because they want the people not to give them money. And McConnell is pushing this line because there are two primaries going on. There's uh, the Democrats against the Republicans for control of the Senate. And there's McConnell versus Trump for control of the caucus. <laughs> right. And, and McConnell wants to be reelected as majority leader. Right. But he accepts being minority leader as opposed to being thrown out. And Trump wants his own guy, probably Rick Scott of Florida, to be the majority leader. Hmm. So in all these primaries, Trump had his candidate and McConnell had his. And they funded them out of separate kitties. And the Trump candidates won, the McConnell candidates lost. And now McConnell is saying, oh, these Trump candidates can't possibly win. Don't bother to give them any money. Right. And, of course, the media jumps on that and says, hey, look, uh, McConnell's all but given up on being the majority leader right. again. We're talking with right. Dick Morris. Um, he's author of The Return, Trump's Big 2024 Comeback. Um, there was a couple other questions that I had in, in all of this. First of all, on the on 2024, I, I have said I don't believe there's any way in Hades that Biden is going to be the Democrat nominee in 2024. You're right. Do you agree uh, with that? And if you do, who do you think it will be? Hillary Clinton. I think that what's going to happen is that after he gets massacred in the 22 election, the Pelosi and Schumer and the others will come to Biden and say, look, we're not going to throw you out using the 25th Amendment, but uh, you can't lead our ticket in 2024. Right. This was such a disaster. We can't repeat it. And he'll back down. He'll say that, well, okay, I won't run until he'll announce that. And at that point, everybody will come out, all the candidates, and will try to be the Democratic nominee. And because the Democratic electorate has moved so far to the left, the leftists will lead in the polling, just like they initially did in 2016, where Sanders was the frontrunner for months. And I think Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and maybe even AOC will be the front runners for the Democratic nomination. And the Democratic leaders are going to freak out just like they did in 2016 and come hat in hand to Hillary and say, please run, <laughs> please. save us for Bernie Sanders. Right. And she'll do it. Yeah. And she'll get the nomination. Sanders will win the primaries, but she'll fix it with the superdelegates. Well, that's what they did and last time. <laughs> Sanders, all, Sanders had it all wrapped up and they stole it from him. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's what everybody yeah. forgets when we talk about like, election integrity and stuff. And I'm like, it was the Democrat Party that fixed their own yep. primary, and everybody seems to forget that, you know? Now, um, can I just comment on election integrity? Sure. Um, there's something everybody's missing that I talk about in my book. There's a case called Moore versus Harper that is going to be heard by the Supreme Court 
in the fall. And four judges have agreed to hear the case, the conservatives, which means it'll probably pick up five and maybe even Roberts' vote. And it's brought by the North Carolina Republicans who can read, unlike all the other constitutional scholars, who see in the Constitution, Article 1, Section 4, look it up, the times, places, and manner of holding elections for Senate and House, and therefore President, shall be determined by the state legislatures, not by the states, Mm -hmm. but by the state legislatures. And this means that we, we now have really good laws that are passed in Florida, Arizona, and Georgia which really stop ballot fraud. They require photo right. ID, no drop boxes, for signature verification. But in five other swing states, the legislatures have passed this, but the Democratic governors have vetoed them. And those are Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, um, North Carolina, and Minnesota. And in those states, the Democratic veto by the governors has stopped that from taking place in the corrupt system remains. But under the Moore v. Harper decision, the governors would have no veto power over legislatively imposed changes in the manner of elections. And uh, this will solve the problem of ballot integrity in 24. I even asked Rudy Giuliani that, and he agrees completely. That's interesting. I I will be keeping an eye on that because I've long thought that voter ID is a smart thing to do for the integrity of every single individual vote. We'll see how that ends up working out. Um, all right, I'm about done here, I'm out of time, but there was one other question I had for you. I read an article that uh, what they were looking for in Mar-a-Lago, uh, theoretically, was uh, a letter from Kim Jong-un to President Trump and a letter from Obama to President Trump. If that's yeah. the case, how in the world does that reach to the level of being able to do an FBI raid? And I only have a minute, yeah. so I'll leave that last word to you. Well, I have no idea. I think the Mar-a-Lago raid was to uncover evidence of a phony fiction that Trump led an insurrection on January 6th with the intent to overthrow the government, which meant that they could invoke the 14th Amendment, barring him from ever holding public office. And it's a total fiction. It's a total fraud. The January 6th committee couldn't even find that. And they're searching Mar-a-Lago, which is a desperate last attempt to come up with some documentation to keep Trump off the ballot because that's the only way they can beat him. Yeah, interesting. Dick, uh, it's good talking to you. Appreciate your time today. The book is called uh, The Return, Trump's Big 2024 Comeback by Dick Morris. Thanks again for your time. We appreciate you chatting with us. Thanks for your time. All right, have a good one. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.